Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Star Sound Speaks, episode 210. And I am so excited. Um, we have El Natale on from El Natale Astrology. She's back. Yay. And yeah. my name is Irliana Samsara. If you don't know me or you're new to the channel, um, Star Sound Astrology. And um, I do Hellenistic astrology blended with modern, as does El. So um, we, um, we're we back because we are creating, this is part of a series on all the um, or archetypes and all the zodiac signs. And so today we're going to be doing um, a dive into Scorpio. And so, um, so thank you so much for coming back. Yay. It's good. Thank to you see for you. having me. It's great to see you. You look gorgeous. <laughs> you too. Oh, thank you. So, yeah. So this, so Scorpio, you know, I have to say, you know, as a Leo, it's like Scorpio is like squares, my son. So <laughs> it's not always the easiest. And I think just in general, there's, there's this consensus of how Scorpio is, you know, it's, it's that scary sign. So, um, it's the unknown. It's the it's going into these this underworld. You know the element of the underworld. And so, what is the first thing that comes to mind for you, L, when you talk about you know Scorpio when you think of Scorpio? Yeah, Scorpio energy. I like what you just said that it is very squared to the the Leo energy, which is very solar, very outward energy. And Scorpio is Yin energy, so it's it's that water energy that's very internal. And it can be just opposite, like feeling of that sunshine energy. But if you look um, in general on YouTube or wherever, if you put in Scorpio stuff, it's, it's always at the top of all the 12 signs, like why, how to get a Scorpio to like you, or what is a Scorpio thinking, or it's like, uh -huh. it's, it's like way above everything else uh, to try to figure it out because Scorpio is very, uh, Scorpio energy is very um, internal it's very, it comes out as very sort of um, sexy energy. It's a, it's that kind of like, but it's sexy because it's mysterious. Mm -hmm. It's also a little bit on the edge, a little bit frightening. So yeah. That's and sort magnetic of what, that's, too. I find that, yeah, they're just. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sometimes that could be good or sometimes that could be, you know, like um, was it <laughs> Keith in a Keith Richard type of way, magnetic, uh oh, bad boy, but I can't help myself. <laughs> yeah, or or um, you know, Katy Perry, the singer. Yeah. She has a full Scorpio first house. I think she has like so many planets. I don't know exactly, but yeah, if you look, she's like a super Scorpio and in the first house, it's a bunch of planets. And so that's kind of that energy. She's on the edge. You never quite know what she's going to do. You're not, not quite sure what she's going to say or, you know, like that. And the, the reinvention aspect too, maybe you could talk yes. a little bit about that. Because when you say Katy Perry, I think, yes. oh, wow, you know, like those outfits she wears, everything is just all over the place, but in a really amazing, brilliant, creative way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's a really good spokesperson for that Scorpio energy of transformation. And uh, yeah, exactly. And reinvention, yeah. you know, it's like, what must, you, I remember when I used to live in New York, you'd, you'd go down the street, um, and you'd see in these neighborhoods, if a store was going out of business, they would put in, in the, in the windows, they put these giant sign and capital letters, it says, everything must go. <laughs> I yeah. Thinking, now there's a Scorpio, right? You can't get to where you're going unless you look at what's there and what needs to go. Everything must go, right? Saturn adjusts, but Scorpio, it's like, no. Yeah, and you mentioned Saturn's like Scorpio is ruled by Mars, right? And it's the feminine version of Mars. So it's it's a different 
energy than that Aries that's it's a it's a pulled back it's like if you think of a scorpion they they're they're waiting they're patient it's more of a patient energy than that Aries Mars which is impatient it's it's waiting to see the strategic move like what should I where should I go what should I do where am I going to get the most for what I need um, in this this area right resources and yeah but with um, I'm sorry the I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, no, no, no. Resources. Um, yeah, this, this whole notion of, well, when you think about the Aries archetype by comparison, it's this um, very, like you were saying, offensive and it's more defensive with, yeah. so it's like, where, how can I hang on to my resources? And you said about being strategic. Also, yeah, I love that you put put that into, it's like totally defensive. Think about the scorpion with the tail. It's, in, it's only there for defense. It won't do anything unless it needs to. Um, defend itself, right? Whereas Aries, it's it's going out to chase that energy. But this Scorpio energy is more like, okay, I'm going to hold back in this way and and use my weapon when I need to, right? Right. To defend yeah. my, you know, if I'm being impinged upon, I'm going yes. to uh, defend my life, myself, my resources, my my little babies or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, it's very an intense energy, right? So Scorpio is fixed. So it's, it's a fixed energy in, in astrology, it's fixed and it's water. So it's like stabilizing its security, but for the emotional and soul realm, like it wants to stabilize that in order to do emotional stabilization. It's a lot of work. It's a lot. It's hard, you know, to find security and stability in emotional or in your soul so in order to do that you have to do a lot of hard work so i think that's where that scorpio depth comes from it's what they're looking for is to find this or the scorpio energy needs to find a stability in the emotional realm and uh sometimes you have to go into the dark to do that and you have to purge to find that stillness right yes but the mechanism is this purgative aspect you can't you can't get away with it it's just just how it is. It's the volcano that explodes and then everything has to settle. But that stuff, whatever's toxic, has to leave, has to be purged. Um, you know, every Scorpio season, when the sun's in Scorpio, it's like that's the collective conversation is you want light? Great. Look at the dark first. You know, get that handled so that more light can can come in. So, yeah, yeah. And it, it is. It is an energy of like something that you kind of have to go at alone too. It's not, uh, let's hold hands and do this together, Libra. It's the a response to Libra. So it's, we're, I'm going into this place, um, kind of Scorpio, is it going, it's like a hero's journey. I kind of think of it like that. Mm-hmm. Where a hero's, hero's journey starts off with the hero losing everything. You got, you got nothing else to lose. So you might as well go ahead and, and go forward. So that's kind of what Scorpio energy reminds me of. Yeah, that's interesting. And and I love how you linked that from the previous sign, because it is this unfoldment of archetypes, one leading into the other, like passing the baton, where, mm-hmm. where the, you know, the Venus archetype of togetherness and connection and then Scorpio was like, no, the severing of that to really, um, it, it's not surface and it's not, it, it's going deep into the underworld and discovering things and being comfortable with the unknown, which is, of yeah. course, who, who's ever comfortable with that? Nobody ever is, it was like, I lost my job. Oh, I can't wait. It's like, no, 
<laughs> yeah, but like Scorpio has a passport to the darkness. Like that's their their other home country. It's like they it's like <laughs> it's a yeah, passport yeah. to the darkness. I love that. <laughs> they do. They can flow back and forth. And um, you know, I I can I, I can tell you that it's it's not a frightening thing for most people with a lot of Scorpio energy. It's just everybody else is kind of catching up to it. They're like, okay, yeah, I already, I already, you know, can face this. I can already face that. Um, you know, representing a lot of things that people just don't want to go through in general, right? It's it's something people, it's a it's an energy that is on the on the on the flip side, it's a little bit obsessive or a little bit control driven. So it can go, it can go any which way, just like with anything. But like on the darker side of Scorpio, you can go into realms that are too hard to get out of like that hero's journey like that at the point where you can just stop and stay there and you kind of don't come back out so the point is not to stay in a place of needing control or power or um, strategy to just make yourself go further right but it's more to trans transcend the darkness and the scorpion can be seen with black light. So that's how they scientists go out and they take a black light and they shine the black light and they can find a scorpion. So yeah, look it up. If you you can see they, they shine like these bright green scarabs, you know, like they're amazing. And they shine brighter in the darkness. The more dark it is, the brighter they shine. That so that's a great metaphor. I love it. Yeah. They that? shine brighter in the darkness. Yeah. Awesome. So they have a light like that's built in to go through the darkness. So that for me is strength. That's power, right? If you lean into that part of it and not obsessiveness or jealousy or control issues, but to see what am I trying to control? What am I trying to control? The Scorpio part of us is get a hold of yourself. That's what we want to control. We need to control. Only thing we can control is ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. And how we respond to that darkness or how we react to that darkness or react to feeling out of control, right? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also, and I think about too, the, uh, I mean, you talk about the shadow of Scorpio, like the, the archetype of the energy vampire where <laughs> people are sucking off your energy or you're doing it to others you know and mm -hmm. and it's it's often both ways i mean let's face it it's it's, it's always a two-way street but that yeah. notion of hanging on when you said about being obsessively controlling or hanging on and um with life death sex you know sexuality yeah. is, is part of life right and so it's we see these archetypes um obviously when something is really out there in the like in the news when you see um headlines around you know sex offenders or whatever you figure okay you know there's definitely some deep scorpio stuff going on in that person's chart but that the the compulsive hanging the shadow on. side yeah the shadow side right it, yeah i mean i like that you brought that up too it's like a passive aggressiveness that i've observed with strong scorpio energy it's they're not going to come at you like an aries mars would it's 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 subversive, from where you or um, not not they in general, but like that energy. Like if somebody has a lot of Scorpio energy. I also notice like revenge stories. I, right. I think also about the Godfather, right? Like 
to my godfather. Face. Oh my god, yeah. that's a perfect example. <laughs> You're gonna say it to my face. I'm gonna act fine. No, no, it's everything's cool. No worries, no worries. And then you know, of course, head no your worries, bed. No worries. Right? It's, right. It, it comes out of nowhere, and and they're good at um, uh, Scorpio energy is really good at keeping secrets, secret keeper. Right. Yes. Very because much. Anyway, think, think about like CPAs and accountants, you know, they have your secret, they have your money, <laughs> and your finances, they, they got all the records. Right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The secret keeping, if you think about what is a secret, right? What is a secret? It's when so you have a whole secret, what do you have? Yeah. What do you have? You and have power. Yeah. You have power. So when a scorpion, a scorpionic person like holds the secrets, they have a lot more power over situations, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking too of like uh, famous people in history. Um, one, what you were saying, Katy, Katy Perry is, um, but in history, uh, Charles Manson was a Scorpio. Well, there's there talk about the dark. I don't know if it gets any darker than that. But if you remember reading about, you know, how did he get that cult of women around him? Well it was he this magnetic presence right and people were just like spellbound by him so it's this dark this allure of the dark world and and how he could influence these women to be you know do his bidding yeah um, and the question is to think about what what were the women getting out of it what were they trying to get through him they were trying to find a mystery they were trying to find an answer right he knew something that they didn't he had a magnetism he had power and people are attracted to that, yeah. Yeah. Now, on the brighter side, there are some nicer <laughs> um, lo uh, Lord. Is it Lord or Lorde? I, I got to ask your kids, right? Singer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, Lord, and uh, she's she's a Scorpio, a Sun, Sun and Scorpio. Uh, Bjork, I loved when she uh, she showed up at the Oscars with that dress with the she's so famous for that that swan that kind of wrapped around her you know it was like yeah. a giant swan. <laughs> cool. Exactly. Yeah, yeah she's cool. So she I know she's a Scorpio. Um, and I'm just thinking of oh Hillary Clinton, Bill Gates. You know here are these big big power brokers, right? Yeah. Um, Jimmy Kimmel's a Scorpio. Did you know Leonardo DiCaprio? Well, you when you see his um. Uh, his, his his internal process. He's a fascinating actor to watch. I mean, man, they make damn good actors, right? Because they're able to access that deep well, yeah. and it's deep and rich and complex, and it's complicated, right? Scorpios are never direct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think it's important to like one of the things I'm really passionate about, and I think you can hear it when I when I try to speak because I even catch myself. Um, is that there is no such thing as a Scorpio? Do you know what I mean? Like. I have Scorpio rising. I'm Scorpio rising. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Okay. And I have I have planets in Scorpio. Am I a Scorpio? No, I'm not a Scorpio sun, but I'm still a Scorpio, right? I mean, I really relate to that a lot because it's in my first house. I'm Scorpio rising. So I want to. I, what I try to do is like say Scorpio energy because the, if you think about Charles Manson or Leonardo DiCaprio, they both have a magnetism, right? They probably both have that Scorpio sun. That's that baseline that they're coming from but it depends on what what's their rising right how they're presenting out into the world so it's like i just love this like we're like a recipe you know mm -hmm. and everybody has scorpio like everybody can relate to this video because you just look in your chart and see yeah. where where am i needing to look deeper where am i needing to go into like the dark depths where do i need to like reach back 
down so I can bring something back up worth having, right? Yeah. You know, I would love to just run through the houses real quick, like a little, like which, you know, when you have like Scorpio rising, Scorpio in the second, um, you know, what, what that, like you just explained Scorpio rising. Um, I would say too, you know, I, I love this, um, this book, Rulers of the Horoscope, Alan Oaken, modern astrologer, but I love, and I always go back to this, um, what he says about Scorpio rising, um, this one line here, well, he said the theme of regeneration, right? So in order to die, you to regenerate, right? You purge and there's life after that. So so many people get hung up on the death part and they don't realize there's a, there's a reason for this, right? Yes. So the, this theme of regeneration and the constant recreating of oneself is prominent yeah. in a Scorpio ruled life. So you're laughing, you're, you've recreated yourself. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with, um, yeah, I'm, I'm an obsessive person and that's very scorpionic. Um, I have multiple planets in my first house too. So those things I really relate to very deeply, but I also, um, I think it also depends on where your Mars is too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Your Mars and, and the, the, uh, condition of the Mars. Yes. As far as, as far as like being a Scorpio rising, just for me personally, like I find a lot of pleasure and joy in, um, thinking about transcendence or thinking about transformation or, um, put, putting that out into my life. I love near death experience uh, stuff like that. Like it's, there's a dark, darker side that it's called dark, but it doesn't mean it's bad. Right. That's, right. that's the point. Like Scorpio gets such a bad rap for being, you know, dark or bad or Charles Manson gets brought up or whatever, but it's like, <laughs> right. it's like, okay, fine. But what's had to bring up Leo to balance it. <laughs> <laughs> there's, 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 there's strength in darkness. There's power in darkness, but it's how you deal with it. Yeah. And that's what um, Alan says here. It's, um, it's not an easy path. And, but he said, it, and this is the line I love in no other sign is the potential for living in an evolutionary testing ground greater than it is when Scorpio rises. <laughs> Don't you love it? I love that. And I think that I've heard, I've heard that the two most challenging signs to experience are the, the two M's it's the Scorpio and the Virgo, just because both of them are trying to get through to some sort of purge of to purity. Like Scorpio is the darkest purge, like you you've mentioned, but um, yeah, both of them are we reinvent ourselves. Yeah, reinventing yourself and, and Virgos trying to get to this pure state, you know. So both of them are are sort of sort of a challenge. <laughs> what about um yeah, so let's move to the second house, Scorpio ruling the second house. That would be, you know, where we're the greatest talk about it, evolutionary testing ground and where we can reinvent ourselves around money, our self-worth, our finances, you know, yeah, you can see some pretty dramatic, right? Dr drama, there's emotional catharsis and these emotional releases, drama, mm -hmm. drama, <laughs> there's a lot of drama. You mean um, for, for the second house in general or? Yeah, in general, but where, yeah. if it's ruling or, you know, if you, it's ruling your second house, then you're going to have it be where money and finances and it, it, it can be a it can be an adventure, you know, and place where we recreate ourselves and like our attitudes toward the money and the resources of others, our, mm. our resources versus others, you know, um, third yeah. house, how would you, how would you say Scorpio ruling the third house? 
Oh, I was thinking about the second house. <laughs> oh, sure. yeah, um, I was just moving along, but you know. Yeah, third <laughs> house, yeah, the ahead. third house. Yeah, communication, right? Third house, the main thing is communication, siblings, your neighborhood. Maybe you have a deeper connection to those things. You know, you have you, you want to go deeper with your community or you want to go um deeper with your your siblings. Are you, you know, it's not a surface level. That's the main key for me for Scorpio. It's nothing is surface. Everything right. is how yeah. do I get down deeper? So this seems like a more of like a investigative reporter or a detective or something like communicative right. person. Yeah, beautiful, nice. And the fourth house, the fourth house was the home and the family. So wow, Scorpio in the fourth, man, you you live in a cave, you know. <laughs> like, you yeah, could you could live in a dark you might enjoy shade in dark places. Yeah. Recently Recently, um, I don't know uh, if you heard it, but um, our, our teacher, Adam Ellenbos, was talking about his father having a dark room in his house oh, that okay. he would always go to a place in his home that he would keep dark, that, you know, it was a place to sort of purge out all of the energy of being a, a pastor or a minister. And that, you know, he finds himself wanting to do that too, go somewhere and, and probably hard for a Leo son to think about, but for, for a Scorpionic person, it's like, yeah, dark, give me a dark room any day. I would take it. Right. Cool. Uh, Scorpio in the fifth house, boy, what a dating life that would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sexy. Super sexy. <laughs> Super sexy. Right. And, um, and beware of, um, you know, maybe, you know, women camped outside the door or, you know, groupies and, you know, <laughs> those kind yeah. of things. Or also deep, a really deep relationship with your children. children. You know? yeah. 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 That runs really deep emotional you know, desire to secure emotion for your children, stuff like that, protect them. To be there for them, to support them in this, you know, whatever transformative psychological. Yeah. Or, or you might have children that have sort of like a lot of children now are going through transgender and gender dysmorphia, all this sort of stuff is like really going through a lot right now. So it could, it could have something to do with your kids, not even yourself. Right. 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 And, and your relationship to them and who you are for them you know, like to yeah. be that transformative influence for say a child going through that or whatever, whatever yes. support, right. Deep right. psychological support, I would think. Yes. Mm -hmm. And sixth house, then the joy of Mars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I would imagine um, that would be uh, Scorpio. I think you'd kind of be a little more careful of your reproductive um, health there. Mm -hmm. if you have Scorpio yeah. In the sixth, you know, and maybe an, uh, with nutrition, you know, deep detoxes and, you know, mm -hmm. a, a leaning into the transformative power of nutrition, yeah. I would think. Yeah. Or also yeah. if you think on sixth house as being um, the house for like employees or like the old version, it was the servants, you know, like people sure. that are um, in service, you know, that maybe you have um, people that are controlling, trying to control you in your workplace, experiences like that. Yes, like that's true. Yeah, yeah. Through. yeah. Uh, seventh house, marriage and partnership and collaborations. They could be a very incredible research collaboration, I would think. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. yeah love that. Yeah. Also, um, Scorpio is very once once a Scorpio decides that that's the thing, like put a lot of, you know, faith into it and trust into it. Like they've said, okay, you've earned it. <laughs> That's the thing about Scorpio energy. It's like, you have to earn the trust. It doesn't, just right. but once it is, it's like, it's the most, it's the most um, secure and the most 
Um, you know what I'm trying to say? It's just completely almost to an obsessive uh, relational. What's the word I'm trying to say? You know what I'm trying to say? Like yeah. being completely committed. That's what I want to say. Right. right. Commit. It's a very committed. Like once it's real, if it's real, it's coming. It's a deep bond. Yeah. And deep. No, no yeah. fluffy. No water cooler talk in this marriage. Right. No. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Water cooler with the red line through it. <laughs> That's yeah, no, no BS. OBS zone. Hell yes. Um, and and the uh, and of course now we got eighth house, which is a very rich place for that to be explored. Scorpio in the eighth, huge yeah. amount of I would think uh, deep subconscious survival patterns um, and our relationship to that of of how we survive and what we survive and you know the interplay yeah. of all that would be. Um, and then of course resources too, like other people's money and the ability to transform and regenerate um, the resources of others, self and others. So this idea of self, that's what comes up for me. Anything? Yeah, that? look, that was spot on, hundred percent. Also, um, maybe uh, getting inheritances would mm -hmm. be through, yeah, through like maybe different paths or something like where you get benefits. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think you nailed that one. Yeah. Uh, ninth house. So that's the house of God in ancient astrology. So higher wisdom, the occult. You have some pretty amazing, I would think some deeply profound, cathartic, mystical experiences. Twelfth house too, but ninth house, yeah. um, maybe philosophically and spiritually. Or research-based too, like being able to delve deep into research um, because higher education, right. I would think even Psychology. like viral, yeah, even viral, viral things like hidden um, things that that virology, I think it's called, mm -hmm. like being able to do stuff like understand the deep meanings or reasons Processes. for things. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, getting down to that, the very essence of what these things yeah. are. Exactly. And 10th house. Well, there it is. A uh, power broker. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the recognition yeah. of. <laughs> yeah. 10th house, careful of how you deal with, you know, your position in power and not to make it too um, centralized to your feelings of self-worth. Right. Yeah. Instead of being power hungry, it's like be regenerative and, and stand for people being regenerative rather than trying to suck up their like energy vampire kind of energy. Mm -hmm. yeah. 10th house. Um, I think too, Dick Cheney has um, Scorpio in the mid heaven. So uh, there's a- <laughs> Yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's, that's another- That's broker. another poster child for, yeah, power control behind mm -hmm. the scenes, subversive. Yeah. You don't really know what he's doing. And it's interesting too, now that like people kind of forgotten about him because it's been a while, he's coming back up as like the friendly grandpa kind of thing. Oh, okay. Oh, there it is. Reinvention, right? Yeah, reinvention. But it's like, yeah. Like, reinvent people, ourselves newly. And yeah. I people with think. a memory are like, ah. Fascinating. I didn't know he was now into this new PR ling of the grandpa. Very interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, he's trying to, you know, everybody and the and the and their brothers trying to get out there and tell us what to do with our boat. So, right, right, right. Eleventh uh, house, friends, the house of Jupiter, uh, friends and allies, one's tribe. Yeah, yeah. Probably really appreciate deep connections with their tribe or with their groups. Really, they don't want to just do surface level. Um, 
want to do maybe group, um, group therapy for the world kind of thing, like bring forth, um, uh, mm. an awareness of I, even thinking like, it sounds a little dark and I don't know if this is quite right or not, but like the me too movement feels like it could have been, it's a group that's trying to expose the me too, you know, right. Like the women's stuff. tribe. Yeah. Like, like binding of- together with your group to expose something that was, needs to be exposed, right? right. To make the world a better place. Right, yeah. Reinventing that whole notion about power and control and sexuality, taking one's power back as a yeah. tribe. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That feels really yeah. good. And I think too of like Scorpio, um, you know, the the whole, your hopes, wishes and dreams are for these, you know, diving deeply into these complex mysteries of life and death, and you know, just, having that shared value with people your colleagues and yeah yeah that's kind of like not going into it alone like wanting wanting to go deep with other people right right um 12th house final stop on the train Ooh, (laughs) there's that big there's that big dark room you were talking about i know my favorite (laughs) the other dimension your favorite room i know right (laughs) we're so opposite (laughs) you're you're so sunshine and i'm just like give me the darkness dear yeah that's totally i love the 12th house one day my progressed son will get into scorpio okay so then i'm <laughs> more like then you'll i'm gonna be a black lipstick on the podcast right. yeah. then we'll then we'll really be jiving girl yeah right just- it was my my goth thing okay guys for the next 30 years you're gonna- <laughs> she's you'll a goth so now you'll be so sexy though you'll be so charismatic the 12th house yes so what do you think about scorpio and the 12th uh wow couldn't be deeper uh can't Mm -hmm. imagine um i would think just this um the ability to access these incredible transcendental states of consciousness that would involve you know moving into deep deep levels of fear but uh, reprogramming oneself by facing those deep fears it's like there is this renewal that's available and it may take time because Saturn is the joy of Saturn. So it doesn't happen overnight. It's a process, you know, as we know, fixed signs, it's, it's, it's a gradual. It's a, 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 a yeah. So um, I, that to me is what comes up for, um, yeah, Scorpio on the 12th. Yeah. I love that. I think um, to add on top of that, the, it's also the house of one's undoing, self undoing. Right. The place to be really careful for sabotage. That we talked about going too into the dark or too into deep control issues, jealousy, power away, power away, revenge, addiction, yeah, Yeah. or even being addicted to being dark, you know, (laughs) you know, or just being stuck, stuck in that area. So it's just a blind spot, the 12th house, but it's not that it's always blind. It's like you can get it, you know, I always kind of think of the 12th house as like being your ears, you know, you can never see your own ears unless they're, you know, <laughs> oh, right. it's not on your head, but like you got them. And eventually if you get a mirror, you can see them, you know, so there there's ways around those. Yeah. That's a, a cool analogy. I like that. Well, <laughs> that's so awesome. Thank you so much. This has been a fun little trip and talk about Scorpio. Um, I love it. Yeah. And your, your, um, your channel, I'll put that in the, um, the uh, uh, most adorable, you must see these videos. They're adorable. They're creative. They're brilliant. They're, they're, they're El Natal. I'm going <laughs> to you. 
Elma Pelican. Yeah, they're they're Thank just you. great. And I'm so grateful to all these wonderful work you're doing. Um, we're we're reaching the masses. We're transforming the world through astrology and you know bringing that light out there for people to say, hey, try this on. What do you think? That's what it's all about, right? That's it. Just finding that path together and trying to uh, support each other to you know know that deep inside we're all worthy we're all beautiful and you know we're we're designed beautifully just the way we are and just to keep getting better and better in the version that we are at this point absolutely yeah cool well thank you again and um so yes this has been another edition of star sound speaks and i'm so grateful for everybody here if you um like this information and um please like share subscribe it's always wonderful and leave your comments below about what you think about scorpio and um we will see you soon okay everybody take care have a great one namaste Bye. -bye.